Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it truly does not matter who the host is. Today is Monday, September the 28th of 2020, day 272 of the year, and 94 more days to go before, well, the shit show is over with, and he was welcome to the Rated R Safety Show. We are streaming live across the multiverse of Safety FM and safetyfm.uk that we officially started today. Anyways, we're coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. And of course, you know, we are playing catch up with everything going on inside of this world of ours. So hopefully you were off to a fantastic week already, and the weekend was quite fantastic. You had fun. You did the things that you wanted to do. And you got to hang out and do some important things. Now, of course, I don't know if you're familiar with what's going on in certain states, but I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point before the day's over with here today. So anyways, as I did mention already, I will continue to mention again. Today, we have officially launched safetyfm.uk. So right now, we are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM, including our UK-based network. So. Five o'clock in the afternoon, their time. Of course, we're in the noon time here in the Eastern time zone. And of course, times vary depending on where you're at. So cool. Congratulations. Thank you for coming in, hanging out with us. If you're in the UK and the US markets and throughout the world, as we like to talk to you that's out there and hanging out and doing some different things. Anyways, as we go through the show, if you're new to the show, new to the station, this particular show 
we talk about all things related to safety and news. So what happens is we actually get some people that really know about the news come in and talk about that for a brief bit. And then I give you my retrospective, my nonsense on what I believe that's going on or my interpretation. You know, let's just call it safety evangelism. (laughs) <laughs> as I give you what exactly I think. Anyways, let's go through some different thing on what's going on and trending currently inside of the world of hashtags. So let's talk about that real quick. Hashtags were popular over the weekend. Let's go into the deep dive right away about those. Number one and starting off, Amy Comey Barrett was all over social media this weekend after President Trump officially nominated the mom of seven to the Supreme Court of the United States. So that was making a hashtag over the weekend. Hashtags answer us pedotube lit up on Twitter on Saturday as users questioned why YouTube appeared to be removing videos exposing pedos and groomers. One tweet accused the video site of protecting pedophiles and demanded a boycott. Another hashtag making the circles was hashtag BTS underscore B was trending on Sunday after K-pop group announced that their new album B will be released this November. Pre-order start today. Today. Just in case if you're interested. And then last but not least, making the sequence of events around the multiverse. The hashtag that was trending. Trump taxes was making the rounds on Twitter on Sunday after the New York Times reported they had obtained information regarding the Trump federal income taxes. So there you go. That was what was trending over the weekend. Now let's get you on to what's going on inside of the world currently in real time. And that's from our friends here at Feature Story News. So let's get that started right away. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Stuart Smith. At least 16 people have been killed in an outbreak of violence in Nagorno-Karabakh, a territory disputed by Armenia and Azerbaijan. The area is a corridor for oil and gas pipelines and is of strategic importance to both Turkey and Russia. Julia Chapman reports from Moscow. Nagorno-Karabakh is a part of the world where claims are hard to verify. Internationally recognised as Azerbaijani territory, The region is administered by ethnic Armenians, who make up most of the population. On Sunday, violence erupted, leading to the worst clashes Nagorno-Karabakh has seen in years. Armenia says Azerbaijan carried out air and artillery attacks, leading it to shoot down Azerbaijani helicopters and drones, as well as destroying tanks. Azerbaijan says it was responding to Armenian shelling. At least two civilians have been killed. Azerbaijan, Armenia and Nagorno-Karabakh itself have all declared martial law and mobilized their militaries. Julia Chapman, Moscow. India now has more than 6 million cases of COVID-19. It's expected to become the worst hit country in the world by the end of October. At the moment, it's only second behind the United States, which has over 7 million cases. But the government is relaxing more restrictions this week in an attempt to minimise economic damage. Ishan Garg reports from New Delhi. Despite the rising cases, authorities may allow more businesses to resume functioning. Cinema halls and amusement parks, which have been shut, since March could reopen. Tourist destinations across the country are expected to welcome visitors again. The government says it wants to bring activity back to pre-COVID levels after the country reported its worst-ever GDP figures last month. Experts say the government needs to impose another lockdown, but authorities argue that India's recovery rate is decent and the death rate low, which is why people must now learn to live with the virus. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. There's been another case of African swine fever found over the weekend in Germany, with authorities concerned the disease could soon spread from wild boars to farm pigs. The recent discovery of the disease has rocked Germany's pork industry, with farmers working to try and ensure it doesn't spread to their animals. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. The discovery of another case of African swine fever inside Germany has alarmed farmers and agricultural experts, as the disease shows signs of spreading in the state of Brandenburg. The new discovery of the virus, which is otherwise known as ASF, brings the total number of confirmed infections to 35, since the first case was discovered on the 10th of September. So far, all have been... This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. 
We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. At least we are consistent across the board with that shit dropping out at two and a half minutes. Anyways, that's what's going on right now. But we are definitely taking a listen to what's going on inside of the news. I apologize about our friends at Feature Story News dropping off a little bit in the middle of the of a, of a scheduled story. You know, we went from five minutes to three minutes. It's almost starting to get to the point that I'm starting to th- starting to lean towards that thirty second mark. Maybe we'll talk about that here in the near future. So, anyways, a lot of stuff going on. As you can tell, you know, pork industry taking a hit, a lot of things changing. You know, now they're talking about this other country potentially ranking number one for COVID by the end of October. I know you definitely don't want to be known for that. I mean, we already have other places that are known for that, but we already know this. Anyways, let's get into the shit list and let's talk about some of the things that are actually going on across the planet here. So let's start it off with some of, you know, more of a United States vibe to it. So let's go off with that. The founder of Black Lives Matters groups in Atlanta was arrested on fraud and money laundering charges. Sir Page 32 has been accused of misappropriating about $200,000 in donation he solicited through Facebook on the behalf of the BLM of the greater Atlanta area, according to the FBI. The funds which he pledged to use towards for well, well that he pledged to use for George Floyd were instead spent on food, dining, entertainment, clothing, furniture, a home security system, a tailored suit, and accessories. Although he bought he bought himself a house. Page found the group back in 2016, just this summer, reportedly took in more than um, $466,000 in donations. You know, sometimes I sit back and I, and I, there's a friend of mine that I talk to quite often. And he says this line, and there's really no other way to put it. You can't make this shit up. More sarcasm than Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Residents of a Southeast Texas were advised to avoid using unfiltered water as it has been discovered to be contained in the Negleria flower, aka brain eating amoeba. The Texas Commission Environmental Quality issued the public warning on Friday saying that 11 municipalities from Lake Jackson to Rosenberg and everyone in between should avoid drinking tap water or even showing or even taking a shower. Holy crap. Let's let's not get crazy here. By Saturday, the risk was removed for several of the cities. As the commission said, they flushed out the amoeba. Enough testing had been done for the water. Here we go. Let's take a listen. to. Uh, we got a message here. This morning when I listened to you, the news didn't bother you. And now looking at your face, this issue has been going on all day. Yeah. Welcome to the club. You'll notice that it will actually happen all week. And you couldn't see my face this morning, which was a great part, James, because I did not have the camera on. Some people really enjoyed that, and that's okay. Yeah, that was about 1 o'clock in the morning my time here. But, you know, these things happen. Welcome to real live radio or video stream or whatever the hell you want to call it. Anyway, so going back to that, how the hell did they flesh out this amoeba so quickly? Can someone explain that one to me? And, I, you know, there's products that I use. I won't name them, but let's say a, nas- a nasal passage cleaner. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So... Think about it. So there's a nasal passage cleaner that supposedly had a similar issue if you didn't clean it properly. So what do you think there? What do you think if they tell you normally to get rid of the unit, if that problem could potentially be there, how in the hell can this place in Tejas all of a sudden be okay with it? And how much testing did they do? Does it sound like a limited amount of time? Now, I don't know what I'm talking about here. I definitely don't test water. Besides drinking it. But what do you think? A lot to think about. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. A dad in California is hoping to make virtual learning a bit easier for kids in need. After noticing that his own kid's school work took over their kitchen counter and table, Mitchell Couch decided to build them their own desk. While building the second one, Couch said, well, he thought other might, other things might benefit the idea of putting together a YouTube video with the directions and a materials list. 
The owner of a local supermarket caught wind of the act and asked Couch to if they could donate the supplies and would be willing to make more for kids in the community. So far, 37 desks has been distributed free of charge to local students. Well, that's a feel-good story. We don't get those a lot around here. It always seems like some jackass is doing something wrong. It's good to hear something going on well. Yeah, I'm not picking here or prodding, but definitely a point of the conversation that we need to have. Imagine, imagine in a world. Now, imagine seriously. If more people did things along these lines, what if we talked about news in that fashion? What if we talked about things that were going on where we're trying to make the world a better place? Boy, wouldn't that be different? Wouldn't that be happy-go-lucky? Don't you think? I mean, think about it. Seriously. Why can't we just all try to make help it make it better? It, it, is it a grocery store? Can't be a grocery store. Grocery store has this kind of stuff? Maybe it's donated supplies. For, yeah. Supermarket. Local supermarket. This supermarket must be really super. Has a little bit of everything. Anyways, let's continue. Duke University named one of its buildings after a black woman for the first time in campus history. One of the first five undergraduate black students to enroll in the university back in 1963. Made history again as her name was attached to an academic building on Duke's West University. The sociology and psychology building will now be known as Ruben Cook building. So good. Good to hear. Good to hear. I am so glad that we are starting to see some changes throughout and some different things taking place. And it's not about shocking and rocking the world, that's for sure. It's about having the conversation that makes sense. Ooh, that sounded preachy. Ugh, it's not what I meant there. But we need to do some changes that make sense overall to our world. Not just stuff that's stupid. There's a lot of stupid shit that happens. Let's be realistic. Let's not lie here. Think about it. What am I saying that's not true? Okay, I offended some. We'll all be okay. I'm just the guy behind a microphone. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Now, unfortunately, I get to share this next bit of information. You know, listen to this one. Suicide among active duty military service members have increased 20% during the coronavirus crisis. While the data is still considered incomplete, Army and Air Force officials stated they believe that isolation and uncertainty of the coronavirus crisis is adding stress to the already strained force. Senior leaders have seen roughly a 30% jump in active duty suicides this year, or 114 compared to 88 from this same time last year. Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy told the Associated Press, we cannot say definitely the spike in suicides is because of COVID. But there is a direct correlation from when COVID started to the numbers actually going up. That's in a roundabout way saying we can't officially release it in that format. You know, and it's so unfortunate to hear this. It's so unfortunate when information like this happens. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of thought that goes into that. There's a lot of pressure that's probably going on in the person's life as they're thinking about what can make this better? What can make this pain go away? If you're going into that fashion, if you're there and you want someone to talk to, there's a phone number that I would love to give you right now. That phone number, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. However you want to take a look at it. These are our friends from the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you have a moment of doubt, a moment of fear, not sure what exactly is going on, or you just need someone to speak with, you can give them a call at that number. 1-800-273-TALK. If you don't want to talk to someone, you can go to their website, suicidepreventionlifeline.org suicidepreventionlifeline.org there's a chat box right there on their website you can click on the chat box you can talk to somebody even if it's virtual chat box something that can make a change make an impact make a difference 
let me tell you, I'm going to tell you straight. No one else can do your part. We are not without hope. Hope has not been canceled. Yeah, is the world in a perfect place? Absolutely not. But we still need you. No one can do what you do. No, seriously. Ignore all this other noise going on right now. If you're in that spot right now, and you're not sure what to do, before you do anything, call that number. 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. Or 1-800-273-TALK. I'm telling you. Give it a chance. Don't do your next step until you've done that. We can stop the show. We don't have to move forward. We can just talk about this. Seriously. This is the most important aspect going on right now. If you're having that doubt, if you're having those thoughts, you need someone to speak with. If you don't feel comfortable with them, there's another place I can give you. To write love on her arms. They have all kinds of resources there. If you don't want to even talk to somebody, you can just read stuff. To write love on her arms. Dot com. That is a dot com. And I would recommend strongly going there. Take a read. Listen to some of the other experiences that other people have gone through. They even have a section on there that I think it's great. That's called Heavy and Light. And it's an event that they normally put on on a yearly basis where people come in and they actually talk about their thoughts. They read poems, their songs, how the world isn't perfect. How things are not always great. Because it's the truth. And I'll tell you, we sit here sometimes and you get to see a segment on social media of people. You get to see a segment on a video feed. You get to listen to a segment of a podcast. You get to listen to a segment of a radio show. Do you know how many filters are on some of this shit? On how some of this stuff is all processed? Seriously. Let's have a realistic conversation. Most of the pictures on social medias have filter on them. Most of the times people take pictures that are not even the real world of what's going on for them. It's just the reality of the situation. Don't live your life looking at two others. Live your life on the way that you want it to be. I mean, I'll even tell you, even on this camera, we have a filter. I mean, let's be serious, just for a brief moment. Let's talk about this and look at the whole importance of what's going on. We can't continue to see these things move forward. People cannot be replaced. That's something people might say in a a place of work. But for what you do to humanity, absolutely not. There's so many different things that we can talk about here. But I want you to know how important you are. I can't do what you do. I really can't. And nobody else can either. You're the only one that is meant to be in that part. And meant to be, people will go like, what does that mean? Your destiny is determined. No, that's not what I'm talking about. You are the unique you. It's really what it boils down to. Think about it for a moment. So one more time, if you need someone to talk to, 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Suicidepreventionlifeline.org. TrueWriteLoveOnHerArms.com. If you don't know what to do, contact me. I will help you. I will get you to the correct resources whatever that needs to be. Think about it that way. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. You are listening to a radio god. 
What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue, 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 continue going down the path here. So as we talked about exactly what was going on, let's continue. Kyle Ritterhouse, the 17-year-old who was arrested for killing two people during a protest in Wisconsin, may be heading back to Wisconsin to face homicide charges. Kyle appeared for an exoneration hearing Friday in his home state of Illinois, where judge was expected to make the decision. However, the judge says the decision will have to wait until next hearing on October the 9th. The teen has been charged with first degree intentional homicide and first degree reckless homicide. If convicted, he is looking at a life sentence. Wow. 17 and already looking at a life sentence. What do you think about this? What do you think about this strange world that we're living in at the moment? A lot of weird stuff going on. Let's not lie. I don't get it. I have a hard time understanding certain things. And there's just so much weird data. Because it's data. It's information. It's lives that we're talking about. It's not a game. I mean, think about the impact that one person's life has over so many others. That's the thing that we tend to forget about. That is the thing that we sometimes forget. So I don't know. I look at this and go, there's so much things, so many different things. Like, seriously. And I feel like I'm going to go off on a tangent, so I better kind of backtrack a little bit and let's kind of move forward into some other things mcdonald's is marking the 25th anniversary of its mcflurry dessert by releasing a limited edition loungewear this week the fast food chain announced the launch of the mcflurry 25th birthday suit oh god last week saying that it sets perfectly tailored for these not so normal times to give fans of the, of the feel good celebration that they need this year yeah, because I need to celebrate a freaking ice cream. And that's not even probably ice cream. Didn't you watch the Founders movie? It's not ice cream based on what they said. The suit are yellow pattern with three McFlurry flavored, in, flavored including Oreo M&Ms and Chips Ahoy. Because that's what I want to do. I want to dance around like that. Well, I won't be getting any McDonald's sponsorships anytime in the near future after saying that. Damn it. You know, I've told you that I only actually sponsor or I only go into sponsors of stuff that I believe in. We know this already. Anyways, let's continue. Health officials have linked multiple state of salmonella to be recalled a variety of mushrooms that were sold across 32 states in Canada. The mushroom distribution by California-based West America Asian Foods, Inc. are black fungus variety, also called wood ear mushrooms. Wood ear mushrooms. That sounds a little weird. The CDC reports that about 41 peoples across 10 states have been sickened by the outbreak. I'm willing to bet that a lot of people went into that one expecting to do some kind of mushrooms, but that was not the effect that they were expecting. I'm talking about from the cooking standpoint. Come on, calm it down just a little bit. Duh. Let's ease it down. You know what we're talking about. We're not talking about any other kind of mushrooms. I'm not talking about anything magical here, you know, because sometimes magic is important. But what do I know? You know, anyways, let's continue. California's largest wildfire is threatening a marijuana growing area. The August complex fire is nearing the small communities of Post Mountain and Trinity Pines, about 200 miles northwest of Sacramento, where many locals are refusing to abandon their crop. Yeah, you heard me there. Law enforcement officials went door to door with warnings of 
enthralling flames, but could not force the residents to evacuate. Deputy Nate Trujillo explained that the growers don't want to leave because that's their livelihood. As of Friday, an estimated 1,000 people remain in the area. So what the hell do you think is going to happen? So if you're a grower, (laughs) I didn't say shower, I said grower. If you're a grower, do you think people are going to come in and try to steal your crops if you leave the area? Like, I don't know. I'm just asking. I mean, we see a lot of weird things during some very strange times. But is that what the fear is? Because what are you going to do if your crops start going up? Are you going to jump in after them? Like, what are you legitimately going to do? That's the part I don't understand. Because there's a lot of stuff there. Are you going to risk your life for your crops? I understand it's your livelihood. But we're not talking about your kids and family here. What am I looking at incorrectly? And I would imagine if that stuff starts burning, boy, is that going to be some fun times in that area for some. Can you definitely call that a contact high? I'm just wondering. Because a lot of stuff going on there for sure. Think about it for a moment. What else would you call it? So a lot of weird things going on. Anyways, more than a dozen rioters were arrested over the weekend in Portland. Crowd members reportedly became hostile to officers trying to clear the streets. We're passing the vehicles by, throwing cans, bottles, and objects at them. According to the county sheriff that they tweeted out, this was all everything that was going on. A local news station shared video of a rioter setting an American flag on fire and another escaping from the police van after being detained. Earlier in the day, Oregon Governor Kate Brown issued a warning to anyone attending the Proud Boys event. Proud Boys? Stating that they would be held accountable if caught stocking the flames of violence. So there you go. A lot of stuff there for sure. That's different. That's pretty different. Anyway, so I don't know. What are you thinking here? What is the Proud Boys? Is anybody familiar with this? Hold on. Let's go into the black hole. Is anyone familiar with this? The Proud Boys. Yeah, I have to ask the question. So what do you think? What is the Proud Boys? What do you think should occur with the people that are rioting, protesting, and so on? Should you have the right to protest? Just a question. I know I was asking that same question last week. Anyways, let's go into some little bit more lighthearted stuff. Drew Barrymore welcomed someone she called a wonderful, wonderful man to the Drew Barrymore show on Friday. And that was her ex-husband, Tom Green. Green was married to Barrymore from 2001 to 2002. And they have, well, it was a clear that they have no hard feelings, despite it being the first time in 15 years they were face-to-face with six feet between them due to the coronavirus. Green tweeted afterward that it was such a nice experience and wrote that life strange is strange sometimes, but in an instance, it's quite sweet. So there you go. Pretty interesting. I don't know. How would you feel if you were married before and all of a sudden you saw your ex-spouse after 15 years? Seriously, 15 years. Then coming face-to-face on a talk show, out of all things. That has to be awkward, I would imagine. Duh. Think about it that way. Anyways, lighten up, sunshine. They're always <laughs> heard of mood-boosting effects of sunshine, and I all oh, and I always do feeling happier during the summer months. But in a new study, it says it's not necessarily always the case. A Dutch analyst of 5,282 people found that less sunlight doesn't actually influence your mood which is definitely good news for anyone worrying about, well, winter blues this year. The scientists say that they're finding out do not support widespread beliefs that the seasons influence the mood to great extent. The team asked the study participants about how they felt at different points during the year and found that only those who were more likely to suffer from anxiety, fear, worry, frustration, envy, jealousy, and, you know, guilt felt worse at the end of the summer. So, in other words... Pretty much everybody. 
I'm jealous of the country who are just starting to move into summer season now. Tell that guy to check out when it's dark for a while when he's driving to work and then go home anyways. Yeah. You know, we are rotating out of the summer months. And I have friends in other parts in other countries that are going into their summer months. And I have to tell you, there is a little jelly jelly stuff going on. I like the summer. That's why I live in a state of sunshine, which after the the shit that was reported over the weekend, I don't know how sunshine it's going to be. But, you know, I look at it and I go, I've lived in an island. I lived on the coast several times. So I don't know. I definitely am attracted to the sun but i stay locked up all the time someone explained that to me i even lived on the beach and stay locked up all the time what the hell's wrong with me who knows we are now video streaming the rated r safety show i don't know why our host has a face for radio rated r safety show so have i told you about dorm rules yeah dorm rules would you live in an adult dorm Huh? Yeah. Would you live in an adult dorm? Well, it could happen. Star City in California-based startup that creates high-quality co-living facilities, fully furnished bedrooms, and we're going or that you're willing to pay for it, of course. A private bathroom, kitchens, and living spaces are shared amongst residents in order to build a sense of community and save on rent. Members can even share bathrooms if they please or live alone. Star City currently offers eight co-living complexes, up to 803 units in San Francisco and Los Angeles, with two more set to open next year. Why there? Silicon? Oh. Silicon Valley has most expensive housing costs in the U.S. Those who live in their complex pay monthly fees that basically covers everything except food and drink, including utilities, streaming services, and internet, cleaning and consumables, furnishings, and events arranged by Star City. While the cost may vary, most consider, well, about between $1,000 to $2,000 monthly fees, pretty reasonable. Consumables include, it would have to be uh, especially worth it when it comes to how much toilet paper you get compared to everyone else. <laughs> I never want to go back to live to having to wait to use the microwave or the toilet. My parents lived in an adult dorm, or that's at least what they called it until my brother and I moved out. Yeah, think about that. How in the hell would that work? Like, how did you live in your college experience? Did you have a dorm? I lived in one of those co-ed dorms. Yeah, I did. And boy, did that not work out how that was supposed to. You were supposed to be in like half of the dorm was supposed to be guys and half of the dorm was supposed to be girls. And you kind of shared the dorm room with somebody with their same sex. That shit never worked. I think you're going to have a lot of the same issues there. That's just an opinion, of course. Duh. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd alert. Okay, here we go. A lot of time in the basement. A Canadian man has been running the same game of Dungeons and Dragons for the last 38 years. Robert Warndoff of London, Ontario, stated that his campaign of the fantasy role-playing game, which relies on character created by players, dice, and a lot of imagination. In 1982, with just four player, he now runs two to four sessions each week over Zoom for nearly 60 players. He says that while each person controls their own character as a dungeon master, he guides the adventure along by building the universe. Crafting story arcs, setting parent parameters and introducing obstacles for the character wow robert says that his 38 year long game which was started as a teenager in saskatchewan is probably a record he hasn't heard of another DD game that has come close same time in length is he married asking for a nerd i mean a friend <laughs> the only way this game will ever stop if it's barred, because apparently it's never going to come to an end. 38 years on a game. So for those non-dorks that are out there, imagine a Monopoly game. 
that lasts that long. I think that I would run out of money before it's all said and done. Or maybe the bank would just keep on handing me money over and over again just for free. Oh, yeah, because that's real. You know what I'm saying there, you know? You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So inside of this world of coronavirus and everything going on, we have to talk about it. Nobody's going out there and talking about it. So let's talk about it here today. How do you tame mask mouth? What? How do you tame mask mouth? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, that's, that is a thing. The smelly conditions where we become aware on how bad our breath is because of our face covering shoots the sting right up back at us. Here are some tips on making it less horrible. Brush your teeth, kind of obvious. Brushing at least twice a day will help keep your mouth clean and free bacteria that leads to cavities, gum disease, and nasty breath. What about people who say that they don't need to brush the they don't need to brush these days because hey, they don't they're not in public. They're wearing a mask. Well, I think you need to reconsider. Floss. Well, all the snacking that goes on today, remember floss is boss. Floss gets to the places where your toothbrush can't reach and removes bacteria that can be that can cause, you know, bad breath. Also, water picks do help. My dentist asked if I floss between meals, and I said, no, but between teeth. Anyways, let's continue. Tongue, yeah, it can hold a lot of food residue. So it can be, uh, you know, a sure good to give it a good brush, a little good scrap through to keep the, the breath fresh. You can also buy products for that purpose, or you can use a spoon. <laughs> But then you can never invite me to over for lunch. <laughs> Mouthwash, wish, wash before you put your mask back on can help the odors at bay. Make sure that it's alcohol free so your mouth doesn't get, well, get kind of dry. Because, you know, when you drink the other alcohol, it dries out. They should provide this alongside with hand sanitizer at some store entrances. Believe me, it would help. Water staying hydrated with flat water is the best way to keep your mouth moisturized, neutralize acids, and wash away debris. Some medication can also cause dry mouth, which allows the bacteria to multiply faster. Alcohol, smoking, marijuana, and vaping. Yes, I did say marijuana. They can all lead to dry mouth inflammation, enamel damage, and staining, and even oral cancer. I'll thread lightly here. And if you don't like to know that these habits lead to bad breath, it's quite obvious that you're not married. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some of the stuff going on to the world, the swamp. And I think that this is going to go a little bit long, so let's kind of jump around here. President Trump formally nominated the judge Amy Coney Barrett, or Amy Cordy Barrett, to the Supreme Court Saturday at a press conference at the White House. In acceptance of the nomination, she spoke highly of the justice. Anton Scalia, who she pre previously clerked for and praised her role as a mother of seven children. Anticipating bitter partisan fight for her nomination, she noted that arguments, even about matters of great consequences, need not to destroy affection. Also, all signs point to a quick nomination process. Some Democrat senators say that it won't bother meeting ACB head C ACB head a time as it's customary. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham or Graham says that hearing will start on October the 12th to, to take about a week after that Mitch McConnell's hands went to schedule the floor vote. Meanwhile, fresh off its post dinner nap. Wow, that's terrible. Joe Biden tweeted on Saturday that the Senate shouldn't act on Cody Barrett's nomination until the election because Americans deserve better. Worth noting, Americans were heard in November 2016 when they elected President Trump, whose first terms last until noon on January 20th. The Republican Senate didn't give President Barack Obama the same latitude when Scalia died in 2016. Yet, professional politicians remain shock, shock, shock. When their colleagues practice 
do the same thing. Joe Biden is very proud of his government service. Watch him as he enters the U.S. Senate one eight. Well, when he entered the U.S. Senate many, many moons ago. Anyway, let's continue. The Washington Times reports that Joe Biden claims that he had attended Delaware State University is, well, they're saying it's not true. Biden made claims in South Carolina last year when he desperately was courting the black vote in the Democratic primaries. I got out of the HBCU Delaware State, he said. There's my folks. Historical black colleges and universities. But the school says that he never attended, but say that Biden has been a commencement speaker in the past. So there you go. A lot of weird stuff going on inside of the world. Of course, you know, you've the, the rounds that are taking place. This will be another thing going into the swamp land. So I apologize. And we'll try to jump in and jump out right away. The New York Times jumped in on October surprise gun by a few days. Publishing late Sunday that it has acquired years of President Trump's long-term secret tax returns. Here's what they claim to have found. Between 2005 and 2007, Trump paid $70.1 million in federal income taxes. In year seven tax years of two, oh, let's see, in seven, in seven tax years from 2000 to 2017, Trump paid $24.3 million in alternative minimum taxes. Since 2000, Trump Tower has generated $336.3 million in profit from Trump. The Russia... The Russia, let's see, nuts can stay home this time. It announces does not reveal the previously unreported connection to Russia. 2016, 2017, Trump paid $5.2 million in income taxes before filing an extension. When taxes finally submitted, the balance paid the rolled forward future liabilities. The Great Recession bailout measure signed into by law by Barack Obama allowed in 2009 get a $72.9 million income tax refund the basis of the refund remained under review but by the time the report supposed to be closed was up in late 2014 but trump presidential ambitions took center stage federal auditors dragged their feet no so there you go right there the article um dedicates the entire section to practice of paying about 20 percent of consulting fees and near all major reports so there you go. A lot of bullshit going on with these tax returns. There's even some news stories that are going out out there that are saying that he only paid about $750 in taxes at one point. I don't know. I don't have the hard data, and I don't think that it really relates to what we have going on on this show. Duh. That's my per- That's my point of view. Anyways, let's continue. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $25 million jackpot or $20 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $34 million jackpot or a $27.3 million cash payout. Let me give you the top five movies that came out last week or from the box office, however you want to look for it. Infidel, $745,000. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, re-released, $908,000. Unhinged, $1 million. The New Mutants, $1.41 million. And Tenet hit $3.4 million. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the box office, believe it or not. Those are some weird things that you wouldn't expect to be taking place at this particular moment in time. Anyways, let's go back into some other stuff. Let's talk about some things going on. With Rolling Stone's Greatest Albums of All Time 2020 edition. So there you go. We're going to give you the, let's see, the top 10. Here we go. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Blood on the Tracks, Bob Dylan. Purple Rain, Prince of the Revolution. Rumors, Fleetwood Mac. Nevermind, Nirvana, 1991. Number five, Abbey Road, The Beatles. Number four, Songs in the Key of Life, Stevie Wonder. Blue, Joni Mitchell, that's number three. Number two, Pet Sounds, The Beach Boys. And at number one, What's Going On with Marvin Gaye. So there you go. Those are the top, 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 top greatest albums of all time, 2020 edition, according to Rolling Stone magazine. So listen to some music. Have some fun there. Anyways, let's get you into some main stories here. Let's do that. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So if you didn't notice, I will tell you now, the episode was titled Safety Elite, and sometimes we need to talk about that. So you know that you're inside of an organization, you're inside of a group, you're inside of some different things, even some work environments, and you have the creme 
de la creme when it comes to safety world and what exactly is supposed to be going on. And some inside of this group network conglomerate say that they know all about safety. You cannot question doubt their thought process because they are all knowing. They know everything about the world of safety and how dare you question them. Some of the ideas might start off as great ideas. Some of the ideas might start off as the most, you know, some of the best things you might have ever heard. But things change as you go further down the path. They almost take a cult-like access to what you do. It's the only way that you can do stuff and no other ways around it. Tell me. Tell me you've not interacted with groups, safety pros that are part of groups, safety organizations, organizations, period, that are like that. You cannot interact with us if you do not have XYZ credentials. You do not understand safety because you don't have credentials. You don't understand anything going on inside of this organization of work because you are missing X. It happens all the time. We can talk about designations and different things along those lines if you want to. There's roughly about 350 of them. So, which religion is correct for you? Which elites are the correct ones? I'm not going to sit here and call names because that's not what this is about. But why do we take these approaches where everything has to be perfect? Where everything has to be great? Hi, Spency. Think about this. There's so many different things here. Which group are the all-knowing? Which are the groups that bring no doubts whatsoever? So I need to understand this. How do you look at this? Do you look at this as being totalitarian? I heard somebody say this recently. I heard someone on a different show talk about this. Totalitarian groups. And he talked about how... They are the only correct way. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about drinking Kool-Aid because that's not what this is about. But what changes everything? What changes the way that you look at things that you know that this is the only way that things are correct? How do you know that they're part of the elite? How do you know their concept is correct? Because what happens with a lot of these groups, a lot of these organizations, a lot of these places of work, they have some good concepts when you first start off. Where it makes sense. Where the idea is great. But then things take these weird world of change things. Where you start going left and right and deviating and changing and it doesn't make sense. But because of the original information that was provided to you. How could I be wrong? If this has worked so far. Why can't this next step work? And it makes you wonder. Well, maybe I'm taking the wrong angle to it. So are they wrong? Is the elite correct? Am I looking at this with blinders? Think about it for a moment. There's so many different aspects here. We want to take a look at stuff, but when we take a look at this world of safety, a lot of people want to say you have to be part of the clique the elite, the group, and they're the only ones that are right. What's wrong with the other 349 designations that might come under different approaches? Who's the elite of the elite? Who's the all elite? Now, some might sit back and go, well, you're kind of in an interesting place to say this. Am I? I've told you from the very beginning that I'll call things the way that I see them. I don't hold back and I don't have a lot of fear when it comes to it. I give you my opinion and I think that some of you agree with me. You don't have to always agree with me and that's perfectly fine. But why is it that we set certain things higher than others? Why is it that we believe that there is a group of safety elites, the all-knowing and the all-powerful? How come we're not allowed to think of our own concepts? How come we can't expand the concept? It's not like we have a safety Bible. 
But what if we take these things and put them into practice and see how they work? Why can't there be some slight changes? I won't call it drift and I won't call it deviation. That's not what I'm going to say. But why can't they change from the established? There are some good concepts out there, depending on where you're actually located. There are certain things that might work inside of your organization that might not work in others. But does that make it elite? Does that make it the best? That's something you're going to have to think about. That's something that you and I can get to discuss. I don't drink the safety Kool-Aid. And like I've told you from the very beginning, we say that I am your safety manager and host in some of the shows. But by no means is my background in safety. I've always told you my background's in psychology. And in broadcasting. So think about that. Who's a safety elite that you follow? And if you have questions, if you question their authority, what do they tell you? Are you vanished from the group? Do things change for you? Are you put in a demerit system? Are you removed from the board? Are you lower ranked? Do you no longer work in the facility behind the gate? How does it change? Think about it. There's a lot to think about there. If you can't ask questions, especially when it comes to concepts, and give ideas to improve a system, are you in the right place? And what happens if everybody around you always agrees with everything you have going on? Have you looked in the mirror? Have you determined maybe you're part of the safety elite? That's something to think about. That's for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about some desperate ads. These are some desperate single ads that we were found over the weekend. Wanted anatomically correct male. Are you a mammal? Me too. Parents threatening eviction. Please help. Hello. It is me that you're looking for. Looks aren't a concern. I have booze. I'm flexible on the number of cats. Must be breathing. I'm menopausal, so there's no chance of getting pregnant. Single white female, not the movie, I swear. I'll pay you. There you go. That's some of the best single ads that we found over the weekend. So there you go. Don't know if you're looking. I can give you sources if you need to find out. Anyways, let's give you some information that's related to some slices of BS that are out there that were taking place inside of the world. So let's talk about those in particular. So here we go, taking it from the top. Experts say that winning a large sum of money from the lottery makes people feel more satisfied with their life. Ha! Eat your heart, people who get promotions at work, find new love, and those on Twitter. Forbes list of the top 20 richest people out is out now. Mark Zuckerberg is number three. He wanted to share the news with others but couldn't think of how to do it. Cake Boss and Buddy Valstro impaled his hand in a terrible bowling accident. Wait for it. Now he's got pins and needles. On an Instagram model posed as Catwoman has been jailed for masked robberies. She's been charged with two counts of Berkeley and one more serious count of irony. And last but not least, police in Vietnam have confiscated an estimated 345,000 used condoms, which had been cleaned and resold as new. They had to reform these condoms. What did they use? Cream of some young guy. Nobody saw that coming. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so here we go. Here's some trivia questions for you to use if you need something to talk about today, for sure, with some of the people that you work with. So here you go. Let's take it off from the very top. Here's some trivia questions. What is the world's biggest island? Iceland, Australia, Greenland, or Bora Bora? Answer, Greenland. Which bone which bone are babies born without? Jaw, ribs, kneecap, or elbow? It's the kneecap. What is the tiny piece of the end of a shoelace called? The eaglet, an aglet, an inlet, a chicklet. It's an anglet. If you need some starter for the phone today, here we go. We'll tie it back in. To some of the other stuff we talked about. When you answer the phone, say, Martin Gaze, What's Going On has been named the greatest album of all times, according to Rolling Stone. What's yours? If you need a random joke for the day, use this one. Most of life is spent avoiding conflict. It's hardly ever a visit to Syria. If you need something to talk about around the cooler, here you go. A survey found the emails at work the most look forward to are... In order, pay stubs, a good piece of gossip, and this, what is it? A heads up birthday cake in the kitchen. That's the other one that people look for. Anyways, let's talk about some of the things that occurred on this date. Back in, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Oh, yeah, don't worry. We're going over today, just in case, because that's going to happen here in the next few moments. So back on this date, in, let's take a look. Uh, let's let's not do what happened on this date. Matter of fact, let me give you the scores because I did forget that football did happen over the weekend. So here we go. Let's go through the football scores for the NFL. 49ers beat the Giants 36 to 9. Browns beat Washington 34 to 20. Bengals and Eagles tie 23 to 23. Patriots beat the Raiders 36 to 20. Bears beat the Falcons 30 30 to 26. Bills beat the Rams 35 to 32. Steelers beat the Texans 28 to 21. Titans beat the Vikings 31 to 30. Panthers beat the Chargers 21 to 16. Colts beat the Jets 36 to 7. Seahawks beat the Cowboys 38 to 31. Lions beat the Cardinals 26 to 23. Buccaneers beat the Broncos 28 to 10. And the Packers beat the Saints 37 to 30. Let's talk about some of the birthdays that are going on today. Hillary Duff turns 33. Wow. Wow. Where's the time gone there? Jeezy, rapper, turns 43. Naomi Watts turns 52. Nick St. Nicholas turns 77. And there you go. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Family Day. Fish Tank Floor Show Night. Gold Lining Day. International Right to Know Day. National Strawberry Cream Pie Day. National Good Neighbor Day. National Drink Beer Day. Read a child book you like day. I need to do that. World Rabies Day and Young Kapar. Young Kapar is also today, just in case if you're not aware. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We've been coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. You can also take a listen to us on our Safety FM app if you're interested in doing so. So that is readily available, hot to go for you, just in case. So you can take a listen, see exactly what's going on on our website at safetyfm.com. You can download the app directly from there as well. Also, this Wednesday, we will not be here for the Rated R Safety Show directly at noon. We'll talk about that. We have an event going on on the 30th, which is this. It is the safety day provided by the Alliance for Central Florida Safety. This is a free event to attend to. You can go to safetyfm.io to sign up for a ticket. It is a free ticket, and you can actually acquire up to 0.3 CEUs, continuing education units. These these continuing education units will be provided by the American Society of Safety Professionals. Absolutely for free. Yeah, I said that for free. All you have to do is just go to safetyfm.io to be able to sign up if you're interested in doing so. Also, we have an event coming up on the 10th of October. 
weekend edition of Hop 101 for beginners. You can sign up, take a listen to what we have going on on that particular day, where we'll talk about the foundation of human and organizational performance. You can come hang out with us. It'll be the weekend edition starting off at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Tickets are available at safetyfm.io if you're interested in coming out and hanging out. Anyways, if I can leave you for some thoughts for today, here's what I would like to leave you with. Here's the deep thought. Well, yeah, the deep thought. Art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time. Think about it. You'll know that that makes a lot of sense. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.